Blog Talk Radio. Call it number one. You rock it with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show. So what's cracking? Ain't no party like a fat cat party, cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party, and a fat cat party they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital, cause half of you was laughable, don't have me coming after you. You know exactly what a Mac can do, a legend like Mac can do. I'ma name this Fat Cat Avenue. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out. Cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out. Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Mean Queen, Fat Cat, they be showing out. Are they real, man? Are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hits the colon. Cause haters, they never win, man, they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never do. Nephew, you think I'm sorry because I left you? Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Ain't no party like a fat cat party because a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I got to sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party at a fat cat party. They blow. You know how it is. Get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it is. Do you on the Fat Cat Show? Yep. Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? I'm gonna start this show off a little bit different today. Um, I want to uh, put everybody up on. Uh, what had been happening with me for the last week, if you didn't know, my uh, grandfather, the the matriarch of our family, the the one who raised me, the one who made me the man I am today, uh, had uh, departed for a paradise, and it was it was a trying time for me and um in my family. But I had to take time out to heal and 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 you know just get my mind together and wrap it around uh, dealing with my new reality of uh, not having my grandfather. So I want to thank everybody for the the prayers and and the well wishes, the the cards um, dropping by uh, during the wake and the family hour and and all that like. Um, I, Wallace and Glenn that I work with, Kev, uh, Darren, uh, John, uh, all that that show they support for me uh, during this time. Uh, uh, even my guy Satellite, you know, checking on me, and um, just it was a difficult time. So, if you will, um, at this moment, I want uh, a moment of silence for my uh, grandfather. Uh, Pastor R.B. Friend. Thank you. Um, well, we uh, we back here today, and uh, you you rock it with your boy, the sinister minister. The thinking deacon, the rabbi, Raymond Noodle, the chaplain of fried chicken's last rice, that's fat cat. And I'm with my dog, Ruth. Y'all know who it is. Feet, satellite, book, 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 bills. What's cracking, baby? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, man, just a, you know, just, just trying to get my foot back on, you know, on solid ground. You know how it go. Um... But everything other than that is is all good. What what's good in your neck of the woods? Hey man, I'm just happy to be able to walk again. Oh okay. Yeah, so I'm walking around. I was I've been walking around like the walking dude. Okay, you 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 in and out, kind of like make sure you stay on the mic. No, I, okay. I don't know what's going on. So we got a bad connection or something. 
Yeah, I don't let know. Let me call back. Let me call back into the show. Okay. I don't know what's going on, y'all, with this. Uh, I know uh, um, the mean queen behind the scenes is telling me that it's it's static in in the system, but uh, I don't know how I can fix that. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna go on. But uh, how's everybody else out there out there doing? And um, okay, let me see. He's calling back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, man. Uh, but uh, nothing else good happening with you. No, nothing else. Yeah, but but anyway, man. Uh, to, today's show, man. I, I'm I'm just glad to be back, back in in podcastville. You know, it, it's it, it's been a rough one for me, but other than that, I'm 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 back, and I'm I'm trying to. You know, put everything back together, get the pieces going. You know, uh, bad things happen in life, but you gotta keep, uh, you gotta keep trucking and keep moving. And you know, and I know my grandfather is in a better place, so uh, that makes me feel good. That that was all his ministry was about. So, um, so uh, and anyway, uh, getting to uh, what I want to talk about today, I um. You know, I'm still battling, uh, still battling this thing with with Chrysler, man. Uh, and as everybody know, you know, for the last, I don't know what's that static, for the last uh, couple of months or weeks, you know, uh, Chrysler has been talking about buying that little area, buying a little area around the church and all that stuff. And so we've been really really trying to let me, let me see something right quick man. okay that uh mean queen is that better i don't i don't know if she's still listening is that better let me see yeah man um I hear static. Yeah, but anyway, man, they've been talking about trying to uh, buy the land over around. You know, they got to come up with 200 acres. And into today's uh, news, you know, I was over at the church today, and I was looking at um, they doing some major work. Now they said. The deadline was the tw- this past Saturday for them to have 200 acres of land. Uh, for them to have the 200 acres of land. So now, uh, it, it, it's two days past the deadline. We're not hearing nothing, but they still working. So to me, uh, something is fishy going on that they not telling us about because. You told us if you didn't meet the deadline that the deal was off and they was gonna uh build they was gonna start this plant in um in the in Indiana. They was gonna take the businesses and move down and take it down to Indiana. But you still doing major work around in that area. So something is, is kinda fishy to me. What what do you think? I think something's kind of fishy. You know how this city is. Keep picketing people until they can take over the property. Yeah, yeah. They give you uh, four hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of tickets, and then say um, the city had to seize the property. So, so what I looked at. What I looked at, uh, uh, the, the secretary of the block club over there that, that's dealing with uh, all of the people, you know, that's dealing with the uh, city and, and the Chrysler uh, team that's building, they saying that they want to give, quote, unquote, I don't know how good this information is, quote, unquote, grants, grants and loans for people to fix their property. 
fix their property up and all that. But I don't know how credible the information is. But at the same time, we have to wonder why uh, the how these people are just uh, still moving forward and 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 they passed the deadline. You know, and they just they just zoned our area as the industrial zone. You know, they do. They doing every little thing that that I don't, you know, that I'm not, you know, that I know is kind of sneaky to me. Yo, I'm here. Yo, dishwasher. I hear that that noise is heavy in the uh, mic. Um, but uh, anyway, man, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to this uh, this next topic, man. Uh, and this this is a sad case, man. Uh, this uh, Detroit man kills his father and uh, shoots his mother, man. I, I don't know what's going on with uh, people nowadays. I know mental illness is prevalent, but uh, we're going to check this video out and uh, we're going to uh, discuss it. And if you want to comment on any topic within the Fat Cat Show, that number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to comment on the Fat Cat Show. Now to a tragedy in northwest Detroit. Police say a 64-year-old woman survived being shot by her own son and managed to make him think she was dead. Moments before, the victim was forced to watch as her own husband was shot right in front of her. Tonight, 7 Action News reporter Kimberly Craig is talking to neighbors. This is such a family tragedy, a father shot and killed, the mother begging for her life. They always a perfect person, all-around person. I cannot believe this happened to him. 60-year-old Ardell Huff murdered in his own home. Detroit police say he was in his bedroom when he was shot twice in the head by his own son. That 35-year-old son then shot his mother after she begged for her life. We're told 64-year-old Mrs. Huff then pretended to be dead, and the source says her son even kicked her to see if she was dead before he walked out of their bedroom. The woman was able to call her daughter, who then called 911. And when police arrived at the home on Grandview, near 8 Mile in northwest Detroit. They said the couple's son was outside and he was arrested. Mrs. Huff telling police their son was angry because he thought they did something to his car, an old red Honda that neighbors say he just got a few months ago. And while he spent a lot of time in the car, he rarely drove it anywhere. He would sit in his car a lot, um, start it up, he would put the hood up, but he was like sitting in like in the middle of the night. Sometimes he would get a job, um, and they seemed like he wanted to work so bad because he rode this little scooter in the winter time to his job. As family and friends pray for Mrs. Huff's recovery, the loss of her husband is crushing to so many people. A man who worked for the city of Detroit, who was also a good neighbor, always keeping an eye out for others. This area is pretty close. Well, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I think it's the, the sound. But anyway, the, the young man... Uh, the young man shot and killed his father, and he he shot his mother, and um and all because he thought they did something to his car. Now, I I don't. My thing is this: if my thing is if you if you murder somebody. If you murder somebody, I, I, I just don't either you're you have to be crazy or you just or you just cold blooded. You I mean, I, I know some incidents some people be like it's a mistake, I snap, uh they, they run all kinds of you know, but your parents you know, I, I've been in situations where I was angry at somebody. I might even got angry and fought somebody. But it, it was never to the point where where I'm going to kill somebody or another. Even if, you know, look at that. But we're talking about parents. We're talking about the people that gave you life. We, You know, the people that could have aborted you, that took care of you, that brought you up. I don't know what type of family uh, this was or I can't speak on whether, you know, they, they did something in his childhood. But... The way my man sounded, uh, he sound he sound like he's a uh, a sandwich short of picnic basket. I don't I don't know what you think sound like. 
I just can't. I just can't see you, especially myself, killing my killing my dad, man. You know, even though looking at my situation with with my dad, you know, uh, we we're cool now, but I didn't have my dad in my life growing up. But I'm, that never made me angry enough to kill him. You know what I'm saying? Never, never that. I, I you know, me and my dad, we had one disagreement and now we're just uh we just cool as I don't know what now. You know, we done you know, rekindled our our relationship and and everything good. He even showed up to my grandfather's funeral. I didn't even expect that from but he didn't. So I said, wait a minute, okay, he wanted an excuse just to kill. Sadly his parents was there. Yeah, he because they said he was he was sitting in the car and uh just started up and, and not go nowhere and I, I don't know maybe maybe he just had one of them lonely lives I don't know uh, what what you doing I think I hear all of that clacker clacking in the back man uh, it ain't me it is you dog uh so so what what you what you think on that man. He was mentally ill. And, and and now you're on speaker. You said what happened? You're on speaker and it sounds terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Come on, man. Focus up. Focus up. Focus up. But um, anyway, man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of this and I'm gonna get into our um topic for today man. and um this one I know a lot of people uh can kinda relate to. And uh man, that that static man is, is terrible, dude. But uh we're gonna get into our topic for the static is uh topic for today, family and funeral. Is blood thicker than water. You ever heard the saying blood is thicker than water and believe it? Found out it's not always true. It's hard to imagine that some people are in families where they can't depend on them for nothing. The only thing family only thing family about them is the name. Don't let me get to the part when someone in the family dies. That's when all the evil comes out. Is it a shame to have people you're not related to closer than blood relatives? Is blood really thicker than water? What What do you think, man? Is blood Is blood really thicker than water? Of course not. <laughs> but I know I know a lot of people. They have. Uh, they have people. They have good families that are that are look out for them. That are that are make sure you know they check on them. They uh, nobody will want for nothing. They will make sure all the needs uh, are met. But you know, people are not perfect. When we start looking at uh, when we start uh, really thinking that somebody got to come through for you all the time. If you judge them like that because a family member don't come through you, for you all the time, then that's a little bit biased because ain't well, nobody, ain't nobody perfect. Somebody, somebody that shows you that they give a damn about you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times that's all you, you, you ask for. You care about me. And family sometimes they'll turn their own back and think about themselves. Yeah. They don't care about yeah, I um I was like for for me um in perspective, and I'm I'm bringing up you know because recently, like I spoke on my you know I I lost my grandfather, and and a lot of things were put in perspective for me as far as family, and um because the the main thing that really upset me. I know, you know, my grandfather was 86 years old. He was a he was a pastor, a minister, a father, grandfather, and all his whole ministry, all the time was was going to heaven. 
And so I watched my grandfather go. I watched him die. And, and a lot of people don't understand this. My, my grandfather died honorably. He didn't die suffering. He, he, he died peacefully. And, and that, was, that was good in itself. I, when I watched him go, it wasn't, you know, you know how some people, you'll you see them, they <gasps> doing all that. My grandfather just went like asleep. He just went like asleep. And one of the things that, that hurt me, that hurt me the most was, was some of my family members. And, and, and I'm not doing this simply to, to be evil because I love my family. But sometimes, man, it's just, we got to do better as, as family members, you know, as, uh, with each other. And, and I, I was really disappointed because my grandfather, man, he did, he did for a lot of people. He did. He did for a lot of people, and 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 it was like a big letdown to me to see how some family members were acting, were acting during this time of loss for me, and it, it put things in perspective for me as far as uh, as far as what you know as family, because you know, it was people. It was people that I, I, I um, didn't even expect to come to the funeral that I didn't even know that, you know, uh, that were, let's say, I knew them, but I didn't think they, they thought that much of me to drop by the funeral during, during my time of grieving. Man, whatever you're doing, man, you making all kinds. It sounds terrible, dude. Um, I'm telling you, it's No, nah, that's that's glass. She's clingering something in the background. I, it's it's coming through loud on the mic. Um, I'm not huh? You're not moving I'm not. things. I'm speaking uh, one place. But what is you rambling? Nothing. Well, you got a portergeist going on in the background or something, but but anyway, but like I said, um, it, it was just it was just sad to to see because I didn't uh, I had family members that that didn't call, you know, didn't call to see what you know to see how uh, we was holding up because, like I said, the first four days of um, of the when my grandfather passed, that was the hardest for me. That was that was real hard for me, and it was it was like you know, and my my wife she never saw me grieve like that, and it was like for me, it was more like uh uh like I gotta get this out of me, you know, I gotta get this grief out of me. I I, I don't you know, because I want to be strong for my family. It was it was so hard. It was so hard because I, I I don't wish grief on nobody, man. And and this incident has really forever changed me. You know, it makes it makes now value more value relationships and value you know friendships and 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 it gave me a newfound it it gave me a newfound love for my wife for my wife and and, and you know people that that really like came came together to make sure I was all right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a purple thing that I thought it would be more of my family, you know, just in that fold. So that make me that make me see that that saying that blood is thicker than water ain't even worth the paper it's printed on. You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just you know, and this this ain't a this ain't a not this ain't gonna make me change my my ways towards my family, but I just say that we need to do better. We do. We need to do better. We need to whatever rifts or whatever is going on in our lives and stuff, man. People are checking out of here. I look and seeing um, when we when we took our my grandfather to the funeral home. I seen 
it was uh, the guy had an order to pick up seven other bodies. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, as I was, you know, I was thinking metaphorically, really, when I was um, in the funeral home, and I was thinking to myself, how many, how many tears fell to this floor before, before I got here? How many families had to be embra- had to embrace each other? How many, how many times they, you know, they rode in this funeral car? How many, you know what I'm saying? It's just things like that was was going through going through my my head. Hold on, um, Carol said at my husband's memorial, more family and friends showed their face than when he was alive. That disgusted me. And then um, said some of those families. You must leave, just leave them be. I have a family within my family, and we don't fool with the rest. I I have non-blood-related people who are family. Family is what we make. I, and I do believe that. I do believe that. And, and it's sad, you know. It's it's real sad. That, you know, you get so much, you get so much uh, uh, excuses during. Uh, Funerals that it it don't it don't make no sense like like you know don't nobody if you like a if you like going to a funeral then something is wrong with you you know what I'm saying but but some people like I can't take funerals I don't like going to funerals like like somebody gonna actually say oh yeah I I, I love going to funerals no I don't I don't I don't went to I don't went to funerals where you know like. Like a, a three, two of my boys, they moms passed, you know. And I went to the, I never, I never met they mom, but I went to the, I went to their funerals, you know, just for support. You, you go not for the for the person that died, you go for support of your your person that's still living, you know, to make sure they holding up, holding up and all that. And it, it just, it, it it baffled me that. That my family didn't didn't uh, embrace like that. We didn't. It didn't make us strong. My grandfather was the last sibling of that generation in our family. He was he was he was the last one left out of out of uh, out of four four siblings. He was the last one left, and everybody you know and. And everybody act like you know it, it wasn't nothing. Like they didn't owe him uh, that that much respect, and they just it made me mad. I was I was really angry at that fact, you know. And I told my wife I said I was gonna be more calm on this show about it, which I'm trying to. That's why I'm struggling with the subject now because I'm trying to be diplomatic with what I say. Hold on. Oh no, it's not sad. I'm happy. We put too much expectations on people, and they will prove you wrong. I know someone who loves funerals. That's crazy. That is crazy. And then you know what I'm saying? I didn't even. I didn't even have enough to say. So many people are just leaving here. They're leaving here and and uh like I'm gonna give an example. Like my grandfather died on the eighteenth. My son uh let it let it <laughs> Okay, uh my, my grandfather died on the eighteenth. My son came over, my oldest son came over the next day. He uh he he's uh coming over to grieve with us, you know, his great his great grandfather. And while he was over the house over to the house, over in his neighborhood, his his boy got killed. Right when he came over to the house. Now I looked at that as something like like wow, you know, uh him coming over there might have saved his life because he all he was always with this young man, you know. But we don't we don't look at things like that when when it happens. He he was, you know. And my son he was on top of grieving his uh, his great grandfather, you know. Now he turned around and he grieving his his best friend. So I just I don't know, man. I I just. 
things things that what is the most thing that pissed you off as, you know when you grieving with family members you you have something extraordinary to tell us about uh what happened to you when uh people when you grieve and what what is the worst thing that a person can do to you the worst thing uh, at my uncle's funeral, you know, grieving, and they um they walked up to the casket and started taking pictures with them. Oh, 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 let me, oh, that now nah. that happened a couple of times at my grandfather's. Uh, like we we had the, you know, when I opened the church back up, and we went to we had the wait at the church. You know, because I wanted to bring my grandfather back to his, his his establishment one last time. So we brought him up there. So they got to doing the uh, so they got to, uh, the the ministers got to opening the service. We had a good time at the service. I mean, we sung and prayed. And by this time, I was feeling I was feeling a little bit better. You know, I, I you know God has. Healed that, that that pain in my heart that I had over the situation. So, uh, as the minister was up there praying and singing and talking to the congregation, this one lady I didn't know who she was, but she went up to the front, like like the the preacher wasn't even talking, and started snapping pictures of my grandfather in the cast. And I just thought, I thought to myself, you know, me at this time, I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep my spirits about myself, because I'm already, I was already a little bit ticked off and and all of that, but and and, and I just seen people doing that all, like all through the wake, all through the the funeral. Why did, why would you think it's cool to, to walk up and take a picture?
they fighting over material things and they don't even have nothing put together. They start fighting over silly stuff. And it's like, you don't even have your affairs in order. And you fighting over stuff like one funeral I went to, they um was arguing about who's going to ride in the limo. Yeah. And I'm like, I so I said, me and my kids, we don't have to ride in the limo. I mean, if it's that important, we can rent a limo if y'all ain't never been in one before. It's like, is it really that serious? And being picky over stupid stuff, like, and then we got those people that... Before you even died, they, they wearing your stuff. They wearing the people's stuff at their funeral. They done went through all their stuff. <laughs> so I got a lot of people in my family that do stuff like that. And then, like, on my little faction, it ain't really that many of us. It's like my grandma's, my grandma's people. And then, you know, all my grandfather's people who was Dennis' friend, all of them, like, all of them passed away already. But the one surviving auntie I got left on my grandma's side, she a trip. And she do stuff like that and get greedy about funerals. And she'll take care of people, but she'll take your stuff too. And it's just be so silly. Like, it ain't even no real money in it. Right, right. I, and, and, and that's the and that's strange thing that I hate, that I hate the most is that... Uh, is when you breathe, is that when people, they come up and they start, a, they start holding a conversation with you like you, like you and Tone do. And, and then they get that, you know, when they say, when people are like, oh, it's all right, they in a better place. And, and then they start comparing your situation with theirs. I don't like that. Right. You know, you know, I, 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 and I stop saying, yeah, yo, because you don't know. Yeah, I, that, that, that's that's like that's why I said, in in all honesty, that's how I I really know that that my life has been blessed because I'm I'm about to you know I'm 46 years old, and this is the closest death. That that has happened to me, you know. This is the yeah, yeah, that hit home. You know what I'm saying? And so, and and then we all know. Of course, we all know. We all, you know, when somebody tells you what you obviously already know, we all go. Yeah, you don't want to hear that either. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah, we all go. I had a, I had a, uh, 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 I'm not gonna put the person's name right, but but they said they said this to my wife, and and my wife uh, got so offended that I, it's a lucky thing that I didn't hear it because I might have snapped, I might have lost my right. They might they might have took my deacon gene away from me if I would have. But the person. The person was like, uh, dog, uh, I know, I know he died. I need to cheer up. Oh my goodness, what? Yeah, the, the comment was made like that, and my wife came and she told me what the person said, and automatically, you know, I, my my temper pulled, but I had to, I had to grip. Get a grip of myself because if I allow that to, if I allow myself to get lost in that comment, then it'll be right. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I'm just you just have people that just do. So I had I had people that were talking to me at the funeral, and 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 you know like like the teacher Charlie Brown, right? I don't know what you want to be talking to me that 
people do. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you now. I'm hearing a lot of... Um, yeah, I know. It's blog talk. They do it. They They do it. They do it. They do yeah, people, and yeah, so like my family, so it's just like the closest death I really had was my grandfather and my grandma because they basically raised me. But the thing about it is they, I was able to be prepared for it, and they talked to me, so it wasn't like sudden death. So I look at that as more of a gift, is that I can't really take sudden death. Like yeah. you talking to somebody and all of a sudden you don't talk to them no more. So I got to kind of get used and they got to telling me that they was going to be okay and they was going to be all right. And then with my grandfather, I got to actually help him while he was while he was sick. See, with my grandma, I kind of was killing the nap. But, you know, my family, my grandma, like, she, she just raised us differently, like, be like, talking like, don't be going to the grave. Be happy. be happy. Celebrate my life. That's just basically how my grandfather and him. So he kind of be silly at funerals. So that's most of the time why I don't go. Cause see, I be giggling, and people be looking at us like we crazy. But see, that's how we handle our stuff on our side. You know, of course we gonna cry and do all of that, but. It'd be like an element of humor. So we joke about a lot of stuff that most people outside of us would be looking like, these people crazy. But I think that was the most amazing thing that gave me a bigger thing that I was scared of during that time. I was scared of how the first four days I cried, I cried like, like a baby. I was, I was like, I, I was, I, I was like, I would, I would, I would go, go to sleep, cry, cry, wake up, wake cry, up, cry, go to sleep, go to sleep wake up, wake up, cry. And I did, and I did that for four days. Four day. And my wife, my wife, she never, she saw never saw that side of me. Died of me. She never, she saw never saw me breathe like that. Because I didn't, I didn't know what was. I didn't know what, I didn't know how to react to. So when, so when it happened to me, to me it, was like, it was like, man, man I, it was like it automatically, automatically like, like, dog, this is what it feels like. Wow, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't wish this on my enemy. And my wife, my wife is like, 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 you know, I was, you know, I was talking to some people on the phone. Really, I was, I was just trying to get to get out of me before, before, before we got to the state. Because that was because I was experiencing was how would I would I react when I had me laying in the cast? That was that was the the biggest biggest fear fear for me. You know, you know. Right. Right. And then how how would I would I react once once we once they the cast? Because you know, you know, people act when 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 the cat cat be closed. closed. The last last time I went to man, and I joke with my uh, uh, my 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 sis, and I said, and I said, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. I just that that be the hard part. Now, see, I don't like going to the burial. Like I skip that part. You you get it, get it. Yeah, see, I don't want to see all that. Like if I'm forced to go, I go. But I I don't really want to go to that party. You don't want to go to And then I don't want to remember nobody like that. Like, I don't remember my grandfather. And I'm like, you talk about taking pictures. But my auntie and grandma would take pictures and, you know, Polaroids. And then I'm in the kitchen one day and I see a Polaroid of a dead family member. I'm like, why did they put, like, I don't even remember that part of them. I don't remember that funeral. Like, I don't remember when my grandma died. I don't remember that day. I remember I felt it. The only thing I know that that morning, I woke up suddenly. And when I talked to the other family members, we all woke up at that same time. And then she had passed away. But other than the funeral and all that stuff, I'm not about to take no pictures of no 
body oh, in the casket and doing all, all that crazy stuff. And funerals are getting more and more crazy where they starting to not even have people inside the casket no more. But I know every culture celebrates stuff differently.
Ivory. That's how my mother-in-law is. Ivory, yeah, I cry by Mother's Day. I said, that's because you just setting your clock to that. No, stop that. Stop it. You just making yourself sad. That's not being, you being inauthentic. You know, you know what? But my, 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 but People just get caught up in the ritual or stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't like being around. You could be a sad song, memory, or something like that. You make you make you make you do all to your reality. Like when they was making my life a lot of ways, putting them body bags and stuff. And I remember sitting there thinking like. So they handed me the flag, and, and 